and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, October 24th, 2022. I'm Mike Kachapoli. Okay, here we go. A new week, starting a new week, a brand new week, and we are now 15 days away from the big midterm elections, 15 days away. Getting very close. It's getting very close. And with each passing day now, with each pass, I told you guys, I told you weeks ago that as we got closer and closer to D-Day, this is not, it's not Democrat Day. It's disaster day for Democrats. D-Day, disaster day for Democrats on November 8, that the Democrats would get more and more desperate, more and more desperate, more and more desperate. And the desperation really has gotten now to a fever pitch with all these last minute debates. You know, some of these campaigns have had one debate. Some of them have had, you know, some of the some of the races have had more than one debate. But we're getting down now to where you get two weeks before the election into the last debates before Election Day. And I believe uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, the 25th will be the one and only debate, one and only one hour long debate between <clears throat> Dr. Oz and John Fetterman. With John Fetterman's, you know, closed captioning uh, ridiculousness that he has to do. So, but what happened uh, earlier today was a debate between uh, Charlie Crist and, and Ron DeSantis. Now, Ron DeSantis is so far ahead, so far ahead. In these in the in the polls that he doesn't really have he'd have to give Charlie Crist any debates, but he did. He gave him a debate here, and um, and Charlie Crist really, I, I don't know whether it's Trump derangement syndrome or, or or DeSantis derangement syndrome or a combination of both, or or what it might be, or if it's just the fact that maybe he's got like stage twenty three dementia, like his friend Joe Biden, but in the debate. And in the ensuing tweets that were sent out from his campaign, he simultaneously said, and I'll try to try to wrap your head around this one. Charlie Chris simultaneously said that Gavin Newsom is responsible for killing people during COVID because he was so loose. He was so loose with the COVID stuff, with the restrictions that he killed Floridians. And in the next breath or in the next tweet or in the next breath in that debate, he said that Ron DeSantis is responsible for closing schools and locking down and, and, and closing businesses in Florida and killing businesses in Florida. So in one breath, DeSantis is way too so loose with the COVID restrictions and mandates that he killed everybody. And in the next breath, he's the guy who's responsible more than any other governor in the country for shutting down the economy, businesses and schools. You really can't have it both ways if you're a sane normal person. If you're a sane, normal thinking person, you can't have it both ways. In fact, we've know, we know that for the last three years, Democrats have been on Ron DeSantis's case during COVID for not being strict enough with the lockdowns, right? That was their criticism of Ron DeSantis for all those months, 28, 30 months, whatever it was. Their criticism of Ron DeSantis was that he was way too loose with the COVID restrictions. He didn't lock down enough. He didn't mask enough. He didn't vaccinate enough. He didn't close the schools long enough. That was their, that was their criticism for all that time. But now when it's been proven 
that all of these things didn't work. In fact, now that we're seeing more and more stories, even from the mainstream media, like Jake Tapper's like, oh, I can't I can't believe what it's done to children. Oh, my God, who could believe now that that's all coming out? Democrats have to reverse course and pretend they were against all those things. And Ron DeSantis was for them. Once again, as though this all happened in like 1830, as though this all happened 175 fucking years ago, not just over the last 28, 30 months. Because Democratic voters are so fucking dumb and they're so full of Trump derangement syndrome. And in Florida, the Democrats there, not all of them, because many of them will vote for Ron DeSantis in two weeks. But some of them, the more hardcore Democrats, have the DDS, not doctor of dental surgery, like they pull their fucking teeth out. They've got DeSantis derangement syndrome. So they're not normal people, you see. They are sick people. They are they are mentally ill people. So you can say in one breath, two and two is four, and the next breath, two and two is five, and it'll make perfect sense to them. You could say Ron DeSantis killed everybody because he didn't lock down. Then in the next breath, you could say he locked everyone down and closed the schools with a tyrant because they are insane people. They aren't normal. Look at look at them. Look at Joe Biden, who falls asleep during an interview. And K-Part's got to go, oh, sir, hey, oh, sir, hey, oh, oh, hey. Look at Fetterman, who can't put two words together without dribbling. Now you got this Charlie from the crypt, who I don't know how old he is. He looks like he's about 103, coming back for, I don't know, the 97th time. He was a Republican, independent, Democrat, libertarian, green, Democrat. Doesn't know what the fuck he is. Doesn't know where the fuck he is or what the fuck he is. Coming back again and not making any sense at all. And what's the response from the Democrats? He kicked DeSantis's ass. Yes, of course he kicked the Santa's ass because he couldn't say anything wrong, right? You were right. You're wrong. You're right here. You're wrong there. You're right here. You're wrong there. You left here. You left is right. Right is left. Up is down. So I mean, how can you contend with somebody who says such bat crap, crazy shit, where you actually contradict yourself in the same breath? <gasps> you contradict yourself in the same fucking breath. No, you can't contend with that. But this is where we are. This is where we are. But what it is, is it's, it's just incredible desperation. It's just like throw everything, throw all the shit you can and see what sticks. That's all they can do now. So you're literally having, you're literally having debates where a candidate takes two sides of the same issue. This is almost like saying, this is as nutty as saying that someone is pro-choice and also pro-life. My cat, my, my opponent, my opponent has the loosest restrictions when it comes to abortion. You know what else, my opponent? He has the strictest restrictions when it comes to abortion. That's exactly what Charlie Chris said about Ron DeSantis and COVID. Too loose and too restrictive at the same time. Now, did you see, do we see the left-wing media calling him on that? Once again, let's play the what-if game. Let's say Donald Trump did that. Let's say Donald Trump contradicted himself. Not only, we're not even talking about, see, we're not even talking about contradicting yourself in the same, in the same debate. We're talking about, like, in the same section. You know, they go by sections in these debates. So you're talking about, like, the same question. Contradicting yourself. So you're contradicting yourself within a couple of minutes. It's it's absolutely insane. And then you're sending out, instead of like pretending it didn't happen, your campaign is sending out tweets 
with those contradictions just after you say them. So I, it's one thing when you say something. Okay, you say one thing, then a minute later say another, and it contradicts you. But then you send out a tweet saying one thing, saying Ron DeSantis killed everybody because it wasn't restrictive enough. Then a minute later, you send out another tweet saying Ron DeSantis is the responsible for closing schools and shutting down businesses. You can't see that on the Twitter feed. You can't see those two. Con- it, does, is he paying anyone in this campaign? Does he have any money? Or is this all like 18 year old techie, nerdy Democrat, young Democrat idiots who you can't see? You can read the Twitter feed. You can actually. So what people have done is on Twitter, they have put the two tweets next to each other. One tweet saying DeSantis was too loose on COVID restrictions. The next tweet saying a minute later he was too restrictive. And they send those out and they don't see the problem. They don't see the problem. They don't see the contradiction or they do. And they're just trying to throw everything out there they can. Like I said, Ron DeSantis is pro-choice. Ron DeSantis is anti-abortion. Ron DeSantis is for the death penalty. Ron DeSantis is against the death penalty. Ron DeSantis is for and against everything. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. I mean, if you're that desperate, just... If you're that desperate, don't do any debates. Just run television ads lying. That's it. Just run ad after ad after ad lying. Go around, do your appearances. But to go on, on national television in a debate and contradict yourself like that, then your campaign sends out tweets one minute apart that are totally contradictory. And you're not ashamed of yourself. Literally, you're not ashamed of yourself for doing something like that. I mean, like I said, it's one thing to be desperate. And yes, 15 days out, they're being killed. Even the most left-leaning sites like 538 are saying that it's getting worse and worse by the day. It's getting worse and worse by the day. 538 tried their hardest in the Senate forecast to say Democrats have a slight, a slightly favored. They tried their longest to keep it there, and they couldn't, and they had to switch it to toss-up. They tried so hard to keep it there until election eve that Democrats were slightly favored. But you know what? As the more and more polls came in, they can't do that anymore. So now when you look at the real clear politics average, and this is a unbiased average, this is the average of all the polls, Republicans now will win 53. If the election were held today, you know, you know people always say that the season ended today. Well, if the election were held today and the, the reality is most of the elections are being held today, there's been early voting here in California for two weeks now. Many states' early voting started today. So basically, the Democrats are reading the tea leaves. They're going to get crushed in the House, whatever it may be, 20 to 30, 40, 50-seat majority for the Republicans, and they'll probably lose the Senate. The Republicans will probably have 52 to 54 seats. And governorships, they'll, lose, they'll win. The Republicans are going to win a lot of those also. And, look, it's, and state legislatures, it's going to be a very bad night. The Democrats, and they know it's going to be a bad night. So now it's just desperation time. Now it's we have nothing, you know, a fortnight to go to election day until the votes are started. We have nothing to lose, right? At this point, there's nothing to lose. They probably can't lose any more than they're already losing. So let's just do this. Let's do this absolute bat crap craziness, really encapsulated in this Charlie from the Crypt campaign of just throwing everything out there. DeSantis is for this and he's against it. He was for COVID restrictions and he's against COVID restrictions. I mean, it's just, it's so sad. It's so pathetic. It's so pathetic at these candidates they have. A president who falls asleep during a debate, 
Another guy who dresses like a homeless person who lived with his family till he was 50 that can't put two sentences together without reading it off a teleprompter. Another guy who's Chris, who looks like he's 103, who's been in politics, I think, since I was born or before I was born. This is so pathetic, these candidates, and they wonder why they're going to lose. When you look at the Republican candidates, they're just good. They're just better. They're better people. They're better candidates. They look better. They're younger. They're smarter. They talk better. Look at Carrie Lake. I don't want to be misogynistic here, but she's beautiful. She's glowing. She speaks so eloquently, Carrie Lake. She's powerful, yet she's sane. She's direct. She's honest. She speaks incredibly well, highly intelligent, can't be bullied, looks great, presents herself good. There's nothing wrong with someone like Oz or Carrie Lake who actually look good and actually present themselves as like civilized human beings as compared to someone like John Fetterman, who looks like he's sleeping in a tent. Yes, it does matter. It does matter. It matters when you're running for a position that is as powerful as United States senator or governor or president. It matters. These people aren't running for, you know, PTA head, head the PTA. It's, it's not that it's a, it's important job and it pays a lot of money. You understand that? John Fetterman has never made any real money. I guess he started to make money when he was lieutenant governor. Before that, he was mayor of a very small town in Pennsylvania where he made $150 a month. And remember, I think it was 49 when he really started working and making money. And so he sees this as a real boondoggle. Six years, a six-year term. Once you're in, you're in. You got at least six years. That's six years at what? About a quarter, 200,000. So we're talking about 1.2, 1.3 million dollar contract. Basically, that's what it is. He'll have like a 1.3 million dollar contract. My God, he, he's probably jerking off over the idea of making that kind of money over a six year period. And then a guy like Fetterman, who's never had a pot to piss in, is making over a million dollars. Yeah, one term, six years. If I suck, I suck and I get voted out in six years. So what? I got a million bucks. In my bank account. Believe me, that's exactly what he's thinking. He wants to make that cool million. That's all he cares about. So if you're going to give him that cool million, you got to make sure he's going to do his job. You got to make sure he's, he, he's able to do that job. And obviously he's not. Obviously he's not. So we're getting now to a point now where it's tough for sane people like myself because I see what these Democrats are doing. I see what someone like Charlie from the Crypt is doing. And it's, it's incredibly infuriating. Now, it will all feel good in two weeks. In two weeks, it will all feel good. We know there's a date when revenge is coming when revenge is going to be served in a cold place. We know it's coming and it's only two weeks away and it's going to be great. But look at the trash they're throwing now. Look at how low they are. Look at how the system allows them to just lie and lie and lie and, and spend millions of dollars of your money, of people who actually, I mean, if you, but truly though, I, I guess I can't feel too bad. If anyone who gives one fucking red cent to Charlie from the crypt, First of all, he can't win. If he were a good candidate, he's not beating Ron DeSantis this year. But the fact that he's a shit candidate, he has no chance. I would not give him – if you give him anything, I, I cannot feel bad that you're going to lose that money. You're simply giving him money because of your Trump and or 
DeSantis derangement syndrome. Okay, that's it's like it's like a, a, a it's like a odd fetish that's causing you to set you know like people spend money on porn. You're spending money on on giving Charlie Crist money to try to get back at Trump and 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 DeSantis when of course it's not going to work because he has no chance of winning. But it makes you feel better psychologically. It makes you feel better. So I have no real empathy or sympathy for those people who are spending their hard-earned dollars on this shit of a campaign, this this trash heap of a campaign. There are a lot of trash heap uh, Democrat campaigns right now. And there are places where Democrats, if they were a sane party with common sense that, that, that hadn't fucked over millions of people over the last three years, would be doing much, much better, such as in Georgia and Arizona and Pennsylvania so even in these places, and I'm looking through these polls, where Democrats are up by a point or two, I think Republicans will win. Democrats should be up by a lot more than a point or two in some of these races. That I mean, that's the best it gets for Democrats in some of these races, these tight races. They're up by one or two within the margin of error, which region really not up at all. And in some places, they're just being totally destroyed, like in Florida. So it, it really, really is. Like I said, I knew this would happen as we got close to the election and the polls started to show that Republicans were going to do very well. I knew Democrats would get incredibly, incredibly desperate. And that's exactly what's happened. That's exactly what happened. And please remember, uh, you Democrats. Um, yeah, this is I'll, I'll read this in a second, but please remember that DeSantis didn't have to give Chris anything. All right. Fetterman is only giving Oz one debate and Fetterman's a fucking nobody who's like basically tied in the polls. 538 has it as a toss up now and he would only give Oz one debate. So DeSantis didn't have to give Chris gots and he's still debating him. So you should fucking suck DeSantis. Yeah, you know what I'm going to say. Forgiving him a debate. All right. You're on your knees thanking him for giving this this old fool, this old shriveled up has been a debate which he didn't have to do. John Ziegler put up here. This is the, here, th- these are the, these are the, <laughs> these are the two tweets that echoed with Charlie Chris said in the debate. The first tweet from the sand. Yeah, this is, this is uh, today. These are both from today. Literally. Okay. I was wrong. Literally 41 minutes apart. Okay. This tweet went out at 409 PM today. Okay. They were probably live tweeting the debate. So this happened at 4.09 p.m. today from Charlie Crist's campaign. Governor DeSantis is the only governor in Florida history to shut down the schools and lock down businesses. Well, first of all, is <laughs> the only governor in Florida during a fucking <laughs> pandemic. And Charlie Crist talks like it's a pandemic. So 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 is so every governor was the first governor of their state to do that. <laughs> It's a, that's hilarious. So, okay. So he's criticizing him for shutting down schools and locking down businesses. And then 41 minutes later, 41 minutes later, at 4.50, he tweets, Governor DeSantis denied science and Florida paid the price. I'll always follow the science and put the health and safety of Floridians first. So in 4.09 p.m., he was too restrictive. He was the first governor in Florida history to shut down schools and lock down businesses. How dare he? And 41 minutes later, he denied science and Florida paid the price, meaning he was too loose. He didn't do enough. And everyone died, supposedly. Oh, my God. It's, it's insane. 
It's absolutely insane. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. So as Ziegler, John Ziegler on Twitter said, I realize we are dangerously desensitized to insanity. <laughs> but can anyone possibly rationalize how Charlie Kerr's Twitter account attacks Ron DeSantis for both being too restrictive over COVID and not restrictive enough in two tweets that were less than an hour apart? Hashtag bizarro world. Yes, it is bizarro, bizarro world. <laughs> And as I said, if lockdowns and school closures were so effective at ending COVID as we were told they would, Democrats like Charlie Crist wouldn't be pretending that they were against them all along, which is what they're doing now. They're doing this revisionist history. But like I said, most revisionist history is done like you have to go back 50, 100 years, 200 years. This is the last 28 months they're trying to revise. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh. <laughs> and as Jay Bhattacharya tweets, he interviewed DeSantis last year about his early lockdown decisions and how he quickly realized they were harmful. The media and teachers union smeared Governor DeSantis' decision to open schools, but he stood strong. But Charlie Chris just said he was too loo- he was he was too restrictive. He closed schools and businesses. How hilarious is that? I can't wrap my my mind around how nutty it is to say he was the first Florida governor to do these things when every governor, every Democratic governor did that and worse. So that means Newsom is the first California governor to do that. And Cuomo is the first New York governor to do that. But it was the first pandemic in our lifetimes. Oh, my God. But once again. You can only tweet this stuff out. One, if you're very desperate and losing. If you're winning, you don't do this stuff. But also, if you're, if the people you're playing to are so fucking dumb. People you're playing to are so dumb, they believe this stuff. They don't see how absurd it is. They don't see how contradictory it is. They don't see how bat crab loony it is. That's the scary thing. He won't get enough votes to win, but he'll get some votes. He will get some votes. DeSantis isn't going to get 100%. He should. In a normal, sane world, he would get everybody's vote. So Chris is going to get votes, 42%, 41% maybe, as much as maybe 45%. How scary is that? How frightening is that? No, really, it's not that frightening. That's frightening. It's almost Halloween. I find that to be as frightening as anything. I find that to be as frightening as anything. That he, the guy like this, will get that many votes. That shows how really, truly dumb so many Americans are. How truly low IQ individuals we have in this country. I live in the low IQ capital of the world, California. It's the low brow capital of the world. <sighs> There's some good news. There's some good news. Um, The good news is that I believe I'm reading that that vaccine mandate in New York City for workers, not just not just firemen, but police and all city workers, I believe was struck down. I believe it was struck down. By a court. Now, whether it, it holds, I don't know, but I believe it was struck down. But look, I'm not that shocked by it. I'm not shocked, not that shocked by it, because once again, 
everything they've done, all these restrictions and, 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 and mandates Democrats have done are totally unconstitutional. So whenever it goes to court, they lose. Whenever it goes to court, they lose. You just have to get them to court, you see. Because they can't win when it goes to court because judges know the Constitution. And most judges will uphold the Constitution, the constitutionality of something. And since these things are totally unconstitutional, therefore totally illegal, they're constantly getting shot down. But as we've talked about a million times, they'll do it for as long as they can. Believe me, all these Democrats, whether it's uh, Newsom or Cuomo or Hochul or, or mayors like Adams or whoever it may be, or, or, or London Breed in San Francisco, they know they have lawyers. They have the, the best, some of the best lawyers in the, in the country at their side. And they know it's not legal, so their lawyers tell them it's not legal. No lawyer worth anything, worth a shit, will tell them it's legal. But what they say is, well, it's unconstitutional, but you can get away with it until. And so they do it. It's unconstitutional, it's illegal, but let's get away with it. We can get away with it for, I'll give you six months or a year. And look at some of these things. They've been two years, right? Two and a half years, some of them. So that's what it comes down to. So this is basically what they're talking about behind closed doors and those quote-unquote smoke-filled rooms, can't smoke anymore, but whatever, you know what I'm getting at, is that they, they are told they're not legal. They are told they will lose in court, but let's just get away with it until that day comes because that day could be six months, a year, two years, or maybe never, depending on if a grievance is filed and it gets to court. So understand that. They, they are breaking the law. They are ruining lives for as long as they can. Another reason why they will get destroyed in 15 days. Another reason why they're so desperate now. Has anyone in California received their their surplus rebet? I mean, gaff release check. I mean, inflation check. I mean, bribe from Newsom. Thank you, Kevin Dalton. That's a good tweet. Um these these rebates, by the way, are ridiculous. They're like most people are getting like two to two to four hundred dollars. If you could be bribed by two to four hundred dollars, uh, you're not even worth talking about. The thing is, take the money and still vote against them. That's the idea. <laughs> take the money and still screw them. That's what you got to do. You get the best of both worlds. You get your three hundred bucks and you also vote against them. Oh, Larry Tribe, Larry Tribe, who's never seen a Democrat penis, he hasn't wanted to. Uh, in hell, called Kerry Lake a pig today. He said he, he did the thing with, you know, pig on a lipstick is still a pig. So what, what's amazing about that is, what's amazing about that is a man can call a woman running for governor a pig, basically, and get away with it because he's a Democrat. If you're a Republican and you say that, if you're a Republican and you say that, you're a misogynist. If you're Donald Trump, you're a horrible. We got to impeach, impeach you over such a thing. But when a Democrat says that, Larry, Larry, let's call him Larry Bribe, because he's easily bribed by the DNC to push their bullshit, can say, can call the, the can call a woman, a beautiful woman, by the way, who's more beautiful than uh, probably any woman he could ever get close to, um, Larry Tribe, a pig. Shows you what a fucked up world we live in, where the media won't even pick up on something like that. But believe me, if a Republican, any Republican, said that about a Democratic woman running for office, 
they would be canceled, they would be eliminated in, the, in, in, in an instant. In an instant. And they're emboldened, these people, to do that. Because they know, because they're Democrats, the media, the left-wing media, the fake news media, will not go after them, will not show what they've done, so they can get away with it. I'll do a case in point, and it's a, it's a personal matter. There are two things I've done on Twitter where I was ratioed for by, by the left, by the extreme left, by the wacko left. But, but they're very powerful. Look, look at the destruction they did in the summer of 2020. Um, when they get together, when, 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 the storm, when the politically correct left-wing stormtroopers storm get together, they can kill you. They can literally kill you. And so I said that I made fun of a, I made fun of two Democrats. I made fun of uh, a, a Democrat who is in, I made fun of a, I made fun of a Democratic person. I'll be more specific. Why am I beating around the bush here? The first case was uh, Zerlina Maxwell. Is that her name? I believe she was the, she runs um, the left wing channel on Sirius XM. Something like that, if I'm getting her credentials right. And basically, oh, she's on MSNBC. Most people know her from being on MSNBC. And her hair is crazy. Have you seen Joy Reid and MSNBC? She changes her hair every other day. It's ridiculous. I would point that out if a man did it. But anyway, Zelina Maxwell had, you know, has this crazy hair. You know, like out of, uh, you know, what do you call it? Um, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. And and, uh, and I just pointed out how how. Crazy her hair is, how cartoonish it is. Oh, my God, was I was I ever ratioed for making fun of a black woman's hair? I'm making fun of natural hair, African hair. I made fun of natural African woman's hair. Oh, my God, I'm horrible. I'm a racist. And there's a point. She's a Democrat. She's a lefty. She's a Democrat. So you can't do that. Never called her a pig, would never call a pig would never call a, 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 a I never call most women a pig I can't I can't say I wouldn't call any women a pig but believe me if I did it I'd be called out for it Larry Tribe isn't because he's a Democrat but I was just destroyed over that I must have lost 20% of my followers my Bernie Krat followers my progressive followers simply because I poked fun at her hair ever-changing hair by the way and that's one. And the, the next one was when I went after that horrible Clyburn in South Carolina. I remember when Bernie Sanders was way up in the polls and then Clyburn endorsed Biden. And all of a sudden he endorses Biden and the whole fucking state of South Carolina votes for Joe Biden. When he had been winning everywhere else and, and, and doing incredibly well in the polling of the black vote. So even though Bernie up to that point had not run in, in, in states that were heavily African-American, he was still doing much better than Joe Biden with the African-American polling. OK, but then Jim Clyburn says some, you know, endorses Biden and says Bernie's not good enough. Blacks don't like Bernie, basically is what he said. And all the people in South Carolina, mostly black in the Democratic primary, all of a sudden they're going to vote for Joe Biden. And I said they're low information voters because they're simply voting on the word of one establishment Democrat who's gotten incredibly powerful and wealthy off their backs. All right. Clyburn has gotten become a millionaire, just like Pelosi being in Congress. I try to. OK, for people to understand, you're not supposed to become a millionaire in Congress. All right. Getting a political job is not supposed to make you a multimillionaire. 
like it has people like Pelosi and Clyburn and Republicans as well. So I pointed out that they're low information voters. They're simply taking the word of one Democrat establishment hack as opposed to doing their own research about Bernie Sanders and, and Joe Biden and how racist, how absolutely racist Joe Biden has been throughout his entire fucking career. Okay? Super predators. Remember? Blacks are super predators. They're predators. Him and Hillary run the Blacks are Super Predators Club. And so I simply said they're low information voters. And I didn't say blacks were low information voters. I said the voters of South Carolina, by listening to Jim Clyburn, are being low information voters. Never once did I say blacks only. Because, of course, there are white voters also. And Latino voters and voters from all works of life. But I was incredibly ratioed for saying that their interpretation, the left wing's you know, uh, feminazi, left-wing, political correct, Nazi stormtrooper interpretation was that I was saying that black people were dumb. You understand that? So with, with Zerlina Maxwell's hair, I was making fun of a black woman's hair, not just a person's hairdo. And with the South Carolina thing, I wasn't just saying that the voters are low information by listening to one guy. I was saying blacks are stupid. This is how they do it. This is how they frame it to cancel you. Okay. But once again, that was about Democrats. If I had said any of that about Republicans, I get a full pass. I get a full pass on social media. I get a full pass from the progressives. I get a full pass from the left, and I get a full pass from the right because the right aren't into cancel culture. They're into something called freedom of speech, unlike the left, okay? But you see, Lawrence Tribe can get away with saying that Carrie Lake is a pig. But she's very much the opposite. She's gorgeous, on Fox, they actually poke fun at the fact she always looked like she has perfect lighting. But that's just because she's a beautiful person. And she's very intelligent. And this low-life scum tribe calls her a pig. No repercussions for that. There'll be no canceling. There'll be no, there'll be no seven-day timeout on Twitter like you and I get, right? There'll be no seven-day timeout for calling her a pig. If I tweeted right now that Nancy Pelosi was a pig... I'd have a seven-day suspension during the show. It would happen during this show. I would get the suspension. But nothing for Larry Tribe. Nothing for the blue check mark DNC, DNC hack that Larry Tribe is. Once again, showing this incredible double standard. This incredible double standard. That will never end because the left will never stop controlling the media. The left will never stop controlling the media. And, you know, going back. Yeah, going back. Yeah. And as you know, it's true, actually, Jimmy Fallon, not 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 Fallon, Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> Fox said the ass whooping DeSantis gave Chris is why you'll never see Katie Hobbs debate Carrie Lake. It would be Michael Jordan versus Michael Moore in pickup basketball. And Jimmy Fallon, who has actual common sense, said that because, once again, he's, a, he's like a normal person and he's seeing how contradictory Charlie Christ was. Okay, how, how contradictory he was from one moment to the next. And pointed that out. Which he was. Which he was. And once again, Charlie Christ, if, if you ever had it, lost it a long time ago. Lost it a long time ago. I mean, the Democrats couldn't actually 
field. DeSantis is so popular. See, this will show you. DeSantis is so popular in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yes, he is popular. He could run from governor, from mayor here. But um, he's so popular, DeSantis in Florida, that um, the Democrats couldn't even field anyone who was worthwhile. You're seeing all these young Republicans, right? You're seeing all these Republic masters. You got you got your Kerry Lake. Um, you know you have uh, you have a, a lot of these Republicans running are are very young, good looking people with great ideas that speak very well, that get their point across very well. And the Democrats, because DeSantis is so popular in Florida, couldn't even find anybody. They didn't have anyone on the benches, they say, in sports, in the farm system. As they say in sports, they could they could run because they knew it was pointless. So who comes back? Charlie from the crypt. Who comes back? And, of course, the Democrats aren't giving him any money because they know he can't win. Therefore, you see, when the, when, when, when the, when the DNC or the RNC is giving you money, they're going to have a hand in your campaign. So no one has a hand in Trist's campaign because no one's giving them any because the DNC, the National Party, is not putting any money into that. It will be like pissing money away, and they know that. Like I said, if you're if you're donating to his campaign, you are pissing money away. So there's no hand in his campaign. So basically, it's probably him and three other people. Like I said, some 18 year old young Democrats, and and they just do whatever they want, even if it doesn't make sense. If this was a real campaign, believe me, believe me, the high-ups in the party would say, you're not making any sense, Charlie. Take a point of view. Was he too loose or was he too restrictive? And obviously, because Democrats were saying he was too loose for three years, that's the only real side you can take. Of course, DeSantis did everything right. He's been proven right. Democrats are running away from the closures, not running towards them because they were wrong. But if you're running against DeSantis, you can't admit he was right. So all you can really do, if you're a sane person with a, a, a campaign that's cohesive is say that he was too loose. You can't say he was too loose and he was too restrictive in the same fucking debate within an hour of each other. You can't do that. It makes no sense. We have something called video. We have Twitter. You can save things. You can retweet things. You can put videos together. You can show them. <laughs> this isn't 1950 anymore. But like I said, they're not putting any money in this campaign, so they have no say in his campaign, so he's just doing whatever he wants, even if it doesn't make any sense. And this is all, of course, out of total desperation. You know, so. What else is going on? What's going on in your world? What kind of a weekend did you have? What kind of a weekend did you have? I... Didn't do much. Let's see what else is going on here. Oh, wait a minute. As I'm searching, I was searching for something else that I wanted to talk about. Let's see. Let's see. Let's. See. Okay. Anyway, before I get there, hey, Daniel, what's going on? Did you see that uh, Leslie Jordan died today? I know. I know. I'm. You may tell you, I was so upset when I heard that Leslie Jordan died. I was um, so. And I, I know you're going to make a point about this, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, this kind of encapsulates everything that's wrong with our our media. Hmm. When I when I saw when I saw um, 
that he died and the photograph and this, the reported age at which he died. Um, yeah, he was only 67. He always, he always seemed to be. He was, there, there is no, there is no way that man was 67. He was 87. If he was a day. How do, how do we know that? Look at him. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I know. I know. But he, I guess you think, so go back and look at him in, in Will and Grace from, from episodes 20 years ago. He looked 67 then. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there are people that look older. I mean, actors do lie about their age. But Leslie Jordan didn't appear to be the kind of guy who would give a shit. I mean, he wasn't a very vain person. You know, he's kind of self-deprecating in a lot of ways. It doesn't seem like he would give a shit. He's not Tom Cruise. He's not, a, he's not like a fashion idol. He's not a oh, he, idol. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Yeah, he, he gave a shit. All, all you have to do is look at his photos. The guy well, was 87. If he was, or, it, or he was 67. And like a lot of people in the 50s and 60s, he died of that fucking vaccine. You know, he, he had a heart attack is what happened, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. My, but my, he was just, a healthy guy. Just, he had no issues. He never had a heart attack before. Just, just, just look at his, just look, just look at his photos. Look at some of his photos from twenty years ago, and if, and tell, tell me that you think that this guy has actually died at age sixty-seven. No, but he, he still had a heart. He still had a heart attack out of nowhere. It seemed while he was driving and crashed into a wall. You know, so you know, it, and then I also just heard about. I don't. I don't know his name. There was some DJ. Have you heard about this? Some DJ. In, in, in well, I just want, want 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 to finish finish my point. So we okay. have this guy. We have this guy that whether you believe he is sixty seven, and there's just no way in hell that anyone could possibly believe that he was sixty seven. Look at his picture. Um, whether you believe it or not, the fact that our media just reported this age that they probably grabbed off of Wikipedia, and they looked at the same photos and they didn't question his age. That is just that is so, so. Um, it just illustrates everything that is wrong with their media these days. We this is no one could possibly look. No journalist could possibly look at this papers and and think, oh yeah, sixty seven. That sounds about right. <laughs> Why, especially, especially since sixty seven is the new fifty seven, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that was that was Biden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before he fell asleep, was it? But you know what? I think this is unwritten rule with people, especially celebrities. You don't question their age. You know what? They're the age they say they are, and that's all. Well, that's that's what I'm wrapping this whole thing up with. So this this just encapsulates everything: the identity politics. The uh, a a man can be a woman, a woman can be a man. Uh, You are whoever you say you are. Um, It's just, I mean. My God, that's why I have so much trouble on Match.com. I show up and, and, and the women look 20 years older than they did in their photos. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, people are deluded these days and they think they have some right to being deluded. And they think they have some right to lie, lying to people and being deceitful. And it's not just on Match.com. It seems to be everywhere in, in our society these days. You can virtually lie about your gender. And people will in in the mainstream media will not call you on it. This what kind of freaking crazy? I mean, this this could not be happening without digital technology. We spoke about this the, the other night. Yeah. Um, this is this is scary stuff with digital technology. Well, scary to our world. More scary stuff. There's a doctor who's. <laughs> this shows how this shows how low these people are. They how they really like you said. All these people who claim they're doctors on Twitter who were just fake. They're fake accounts. They're not real doctors. They're they call themselves M- MD Maryland. Yeah. Yeah. They try to they try to say they're doctors or MDs to give their 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 tweets more cachet. Whatever that means, that was there a doctor who gives a shit anymore? But this guy, he tweeted that 
long COVID is all these young people who are dying of heart attacks. That's long COVID. That's COVID. That's not the vaccine. That's COVID that's doing it. <laughs> so this nut job was saying that all these sudden deaths of young people is because of COVID. Not it's because of a cold. Not because not because of the vaccine. Not because of the experimental rush shit poison vaccine. That's not why young people are dying. It's not why people are getting heart issues and myocarditis because of long COVID. This 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 mystical mysterious thing they've made up, which can no way be proven scientifically. Long COVID is what's killing all these people. Okay. Yeah. Any, whenever ex- hear- any excess deaths you see will be because of long COVID, not the vaccine. Now you wonder how much this guy is getting paid. If either he's a complete nut job or he's getting paid by Big Pharma. But you knew he was a total nut job, not by reading his crazy tweet. Not by reading his crazy tweet. He had one of those, emo- firstly, he had an emoji with a mask. You know the mask emojis? The face yeah. with the mask on it? He had that. And then in parentheses, he put he, they. So this is Dr. He, they. <laughs> you knew right away this guy was a total nut job. Just simply by looking at the emojis and the pronouns, you didn't have to get to the crazy tweet, which claimed that long COVID is killing everybody and will continue to kill everybody forever. But then after I demolish him and retweet his crap, <laughs> he, he blocks. You're unable to view this tweet now because this account owner limits who can view their tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think that's programmed in uh, for these bots. Um, I think that's, that's, that's part of the program. Only nut jobs like him can see his nutty tweets. Only, uh, only fellow nut jobs. Probably, <laughs> probably not a real person. Probably a bot, and and that's and that's that's part of the algorithm is to annoy the fuck out of you, and uh, and then just go away, disappear. Is is Elon Musk going to take over this fucking company? Is he? Is this ever going to happen? I thought it was supposed to happen this week officially. I thought the keys were supposed to be handed to him this week because we'll the, if the keys are handed to him this week. There are certain things he needs to do right away. He needs to get in there and look at the shadow banning and the bots, get rid of all the bots, get rid of all the shadow banning and put in a system where you can you can either put in your birth date or your ID and get a blue check mark. I think anyone who's a verified person and not a robot should have a blue check mark. This ridiculous hierarchy blue check mark system needs to go away. Okay, there are people on here with blue check marks. Who I consider absolute nobodies. I'm sure they consider themselves to be somebody, but generally in the real world, they're nobody. And then a guy like Jay Bhattacharya has no blue check mark. So this this whole ridiculous system has to go away. It has to go away. I I think that there should be. Um, I have long resisted this, but but given what has happened over the last three years on multiple issues, the most consequential being COVID pan hysteria, I am very firmly convinced now that we need an on ramp onto the internet doesn't matter which social media i mean the internet in general and you have to once every time you log in you should have to log in your id and your id should be verified and there should be companies in every city with with shop in every city that you walk into with with proof of who you are your driver's id your real id your birth certificate they they um issue issue you your id number and that id number allows you to get on the internet what what is causing so much turmoil in our world right now and what, what is enabling so much the destruction that digital technology is doing to our world and to our very psychologies on, on individuals and on mass scales, that that what it is doing is so consequential that this has to be done. And it's and it's anonymity 
that is such a large in, that a large destructive ingredient in this soup of chaos. Um, we have to cut anonymity out. It just has to go. Well, I think anonymity. Yes, it is. It is important to to because you asked the question. Well, you asked the question why why does someone have to be anonymous, right? If they can back up what they're saying, if they believe what they're saying, if they're true and honest people, why do you have to be anonymous? Why do you have to hit and run? But the flip side of that is there are some people who are afraid of getting fired, right? They're afraid of their boss or someone who they work with seeing these things, seeing these tweets and getting them fired. So they want to be able to express themselves. But they also don't want to lose their job. So at, can we? I wish we could, once again, there need to be, it's very hard to do though. There need to be laws in place where you can't be fired for saying something on social media, but how do you do that? It's impossible. The yeah. boss would say we're firing you for a different reason. You know, so the, it, it, the, the, pro, the problem is, is that this anonymity, this type of anonymity that we have right now is something that we haven't ever had in our social fabric in this country, in this world, ever before. This level of anonymity, we've never had it. If you were going to, if you were uh, 20, 30 years ago, going to say something that you thought might get back to your boss, well, it's very unlikely that it would have, because where would you have said it? You would have said maybe in a bar, in a PTA meeting, whatever, it's not going to get back to your boss. Now things can get back to your boss. That's a problem. Yeah. But, and, but, but, but being anonymous doesn't solve that problem. Things are still going to get back to your boss. You, 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 people, people are going to self-censor because they think things are going to get back to their boss. And self-censoring is more of a problem than not being able to say what you truly think. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, that's, but once again, I, 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 the anonymity of the, 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 the culture that's been created is, is what's forcing a lot of this anonymity. Yes, some of it is just simply people, you know, are so, you know, people are actually just so afraid to back up their, what they say. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like, say it in person, say it to my face. They'll never do that. And they don't even want to, they don't even want to put who they are, who they really are on these tweets because they can say things that are so scandalous, so libelous, so ridiculous and get away with it because there's no name attached to it. Yes, there are people like that. But I think there are also people, like I said, who are just not in the kind of position you or I are in and uh, and and can simply lose their livelihood simply by telling the truth or, or giving an opinion. Then, then, then what we need, and we already have those in place, are whistleblower laws. Mm. And, and if we need to make our whistleblower laws stronger because of the age of the Internet, then we need to make them stronger. But anonymity is not going to make things better. It is only going to continue to make things worse. We have never had this level of anonymity ever before in our society, and it is causing huge, huge decay of our society. People can, you can get on the internet and you can spread the craziest ass ideas ever, and simply because you think it's fun. Uh, yes, yes. Now, getting back to the point I wanted to make before I forget about Leslie Jordan, is that regardless of if he's 67, 77, 87, um, the guy was, by all, by all accounts, very healthy, no health issues. And there he is driving, and he has a heart attack 
medical issue and, and, tra- and crashes into because a he was 87 no, no, <laughs> he no, wasn't no. 67 <laughs> yeah but even but he doesn't but even let's let's come to an let's come to a an agreement a compromise and say he was 77 it's no just, no if you, oh, it, okay stop, i'll stop. say this you don't know how old he was exactly you have no idea i'll say th- i'll say this if he was daniel, 77, daniel daniel not everyone looks as good as you in their mid-60s some I, people look older. I, I will say this if he was 77 he was a 77-year-old at age very poorly. I don't know. He was just kind of a short, cute guy, old guy. I, I never thought... Look, look back at at, uh, at the um, Ski Patrol movies. He was, if he was 67, he would have been 35 at that time. He yeah. doesn't look 35. He, he, looks he, at but, least, he looks at least 45, maybe early 50s. Yeah, but, he never looked, but, but what I'm saying is well, he never looked particularly sickly to me. I never, Doesn't I, you know, matter if he looks sickly; he's he's old. <laughs> well, well, the guy's obviously eighty-seven years old. <laughs> well, we are, we are hearing more and more about these sudden heart attacks out of nowhere from people who don't have any heart disease or any problems. And now we just saw it. We just saw Robbie Coltrane died, and now we also saw a fifty-five-year-old. Uh, you hear about this today? A fifty-five-year-old DJ in London all of a sudden died in the middle of his shift. He was playing a song. In the middle of the song, he drops dead. Yeah, Mike, 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 you shouldn't make too much of that, really. This is something that, that has happened for throughout humanity. I can give you countless countless uh, examples of people that have died outside mowing their lawn, uh, sitting on, sitting out from their porch look, when, look, they're 35, look, when they're 35 like years old. You and I could be big pharma guys, and I can say, you know, this vaccine might, might cause yeah. people to die young. And you would, tell, you would say just that. You go, hey, don't worry about it, Mikey. Don't worry. That's people not die the, all that's, the time. That's not the point. The point is that every time somebody dies no, no, that, we're, that we're, was we're less than life expectancy. No, no, no. But we're hearing more and more of the last three years about this happening I, I tell you the truth and I'm, I'm pretty good with recent history i don't remember hearing about so many young people dying of heart attacks out of nowhere in 2019 i don't remember it happening three years ago so either they're just reporting it more now for some strange reason why would you report it more now than three years ago or there's something going on but we'll see that and we have seen that in some places with excess death numbers excess death numbers that have nothing to do with covid related deaths so COVID, COVID, the, the disease, not the vaccine. Ex- ex- excess deaths are dramatically up in places like UK. I haven't, for some reason, we're not getting um, clear numbers in the US. They are very high in the UK. There's no doubt about that. But just please, every time somebody dies before they reach 78 years no, old. It's not, uh, Daniel, it's not just, what I'm saying, it's not just somebody. It's a collective people is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm it's not saying it's, I'm not, I don't obsess about any one person. I'm saying it's the collective of it happening more often. That's all. Yeah, I think I think I think you're I think you're engaging in a bit of confirmation bias here, Mike. <laughs> you but you just said excess deaths are up in some places. They they are, but 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 really, I think you just need to restrain a little bit to associating fifty five year olds' death when they drop dead on on the set with with uh, with uh, myo with myocarditis or pericarditis or whatever with vessel disease caused by this vaccine. Maybe. Maybe it's maybe it's true, but it, it's not it, it's it's not everyone that you come across. And, and please, no, with the, with the smoke, there's fire is what I'm saying with the smoke, there's fire. And, and like I said, we we know we know it's proven that this causes myocarditis in some people. Right. So let's put it this way. If it's proven to cause myocarditis and all those other carditis issues, it's not a stretch. And doctors have just said this was a Jay Bhattacharya or some other doctor who said it's not a stretch. Maybe it was Vinay Prasad. It's not a stretch to say it's causing major health issues in a lot of people. 
Yeah, m m most of those excess deaths are probably going to be due to the fact that people over the last three years have neglected health care. They've been afraid to that's go. That's part of it, too. There's no doubt about it. That's yeah. going to be the most. That's going to be the majority of it. Yeah. Um, it's, when it comes to when it comes to young people, people less than 30 years old. Yes, it's it's crystal, crystal clear that the myocarditis, pericarditis, pericarditis risk um, and many others far outweigh the benefits of these vaccines. Why? Because there is no benefits of the vaccine in this age group because there is no risk for this age group. The absolute number of people that die in that age group that have no chronic diseases, serious chronic diseases, is about zero. Mm. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm not arguing with with anybody about about you know the the uh, risk um, uh, benefit analysis mm -hmm. uh, with respect to these vaccines. It's shitty, and it's not just shitty for less than thirty. It's shitty all the way up to sixty five. It's shitty for any age for any age person that is healthy. You should no healthy person should be getting this fucking vaccine. That's 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 clear as it's clear as fucking day, but. I'm just cautioning, please, please, maybe we got to keep it real. Um, we don't want, we don't want to delude ourselves and we don't want to delude the message. You got to keep it real. Don't please just don't blame every death that comes across. It seems early. Um, every famous person that dies early on, on, uh, uh, on, uh, the vaccine. And, uh, and once, once again, he wasn't 67. I'm saying, I'm seeing more and more of this than I saw before 2020. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, it, 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 I think it's confirmation bias, and I think that that, that I don't know what that means. It's confirm. It conf I'm it's, I'm confirming it that I see it more and more. No, no, now you, no, 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 Daniel. Now you can say what you said is very logical. There could be a lot of issues to this. Some of them could be people not getting the right medical attention. It could be obesity, getting fatter during this thing. It could be a lot of those things, but it can also be the side effects of a shit vaccine. Confirmation bias is when you become very alert to something, so you start seeing it everywhere. No, I understand that. I understand. But what I'm saying to you is, here, 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 how about this bigger point? Let's say this larger point. And this is where big farmers got us, as I just said in my little thing I was telling you about, about them talking to each other about this when they knew this vaccine wasn't well tested and the consequences of that. How do you prove at all, even let's say it's true, Daniel. Let's say what I said is 100% true. Let's say people are dying because of the vaccine. How do you ever prove that? Are, are you at, are you asking me for, for people in general? Are you yeah, asking me individual people? What I'm people? telling you is if it's a, let's, let's just pretend in our little world right now that this is the reality. This is why people are dying. How do you ever prove it was the vaccine and not natural causes and what i'm asking you mike is are you, are you asking me to whether i am proving this as a statistic or whether i'm pr proving it in an individual as a, as a statistic okay well one one of the ways you can look at it is is you can look at excess deaths and you can try to show how much and you can and you can you can investigate the explanatory factors there and for example if 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 from other data, possibly data acquired in other countries or other places, shows that when people, let's say, don't go to the hospital, don't go to the hospital or don't go for regular checkups for three years, 
there's probably probably you know data out there like that that uh, that uh, deaths go up, number of deaths go up in that demographic. So so you investigate that, you find out how much explanatory power the missing three years of of annual checkups has with respect to these XX deaths, and whatever you have left over after that is something that you could possibly attribute to the vaccine. Possibly, possibly, but we don't have those numbers. So it's, there's no point making them up at this point. It, it is, we have numbers with respect to pericarditis, myocarditis, clotting with respect to the other shitty vaccines, Moderna and AstraZeneca that nobody fucking uses anymore because they're such huge pieces of shit. Um, we have plenty of, of evidence with respect to adverse effects. And the VAR system is indicating that there is a big signal there when it comes to adverse effects. But we got to be careful. And that's all I'm saying. We got to be careful. We got to be on team reality here, and 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 so I'm just cautioning you to to hone close to reality. I just I'm just very cynical, and I think they can cover it up for a very long time. They can cover it up for a very very long time. In fact, they can cover it up until people forget about it. So I, I think that's I think that's a problem. And I think they they knew they could do that. They knew they could do that. It's going to be hard to cover up excess deaths, and there's a lot of people out there that are good at um, yeah, investi- investigating the causes of excess deaths as they fluctuate. The fl- uh, excess deaths in any given year fluctuate by about 10%. There's usually someplace between 3.5 million and 4 million every single year. And uh, we all know what the major um, contributors to deaths are in this country. Um, and most people that um, that uh, have even one of those uh, uh, diseases usually have multiple other diseases. And so it becomes a crapshoot as to what which you actually um, assign the major cause of death to in, in individuals. It's 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 a mess. It's a huge freaking mess. Um, it's complicated by the fact that uh, people are being given diagnosis based on a lab test, something that never happened, for example, in influenza. Every time you went to a doctor and uh, it was uh, somewhere between uh, November and February um, and you had flu-like symptoms, the doctor would say, ah, you've got influenza. Did he run a PCR test? Did he run a cell culture of any sort, a viral cell culture? No. They just looked at the symptoms and said that this is the first time in history that we have ever been test, 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 testing people for an upper respiratory, using a lab test to diagnose. And this is this is the one this is what needs really, really be emphasized. First time in history that we've ever used a lab test exclusively to diagnose a disease. You can have a positive PCR test. This is what I keep on saying over and over and over again to people. And it's this this um, distortion of language that is causing people in this country, in this world, to be viewing COVID so askew. And, and that is people keep on saying they've got COVID. They don't have COVID. They have a positive PCR test. You don't have a disease. That's what the D and, and COVID stands for disease, unless you have symptoms. If you have a positive PCR test, you've got a SARS-CoV-2 positive PCR test. You may not even have had an infection. You had an exposure. There's a difference between expe- exposure and infection, and there's a difference between infection and disease. But everyone calls, every, every time you get a positive PCR test, they say they got COVID. No, they don't. 
and it's distorted the language about this discussion about this thing. It's been going on for this distortion has been going on for about two years. Previously, people were talking about SARS-CoV-2 and everyone was saying SARS-CoV-2, SARS-CoV-2, whenever they talked about this virus, then it got transformed into COVID. And, it, and, and there's probably a lot of intent by people in the media to make that transformation. That transformation created more hysteria because COVID is disease. The D stands for disease. And this, this, we really need to, to stick closer to the truth, closer to reality, so that when people like Chris and, and these assholes start coming back and trying to rewrite history, they don't have any fingers to point at us and saying, well, you guys were exaggerating too. No, we don't want that ever to happen. Yeah. But, but in the end, we also want, we also want big pharma and everyone who supported them to be held accountable for what's going on. We, we want to have their fucking nuts and advice and squeezing yeah. it until they scream. And then we slit their throats. That's how I feel about these fuckers. Very strong words. Very strong words. Very they strong killed words. my father with their fucking lockdown. Well, that, that, and that's directly a fault of Gavin Newsom as well. Yes. Gavin, Gavin Newsom runs the state. He runs California. He could have run it the way Ron DeSantis ran Florida. He could have run it the way Kemp ran Georgia or Abbott ran Texas. He decided not to. So once again, we have seen, we have it on, we have it on record. And of course, Democrats like Charlie Chris are trying to just change the record and just totally, you know, uh, make it so make it so confusing that no one knows the record really is that guys like Ron DeSantis did it right. So there was another way to do this. It didn't have to be done the Gavin Newsom way. It could have been done differently. It could have been done the Sweden way. It could have been done the Ron DeSantis way. It could have been done the Greg Abbott or the, or the Kemp way. It wasn't. So we know who's at fault. We know who did us wrong. Right. And those people have to be held accountable. They have, they have to, to be held. They have to be held accountable and and slit their throats. That's not too strong as long as it's done legally. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, we don't use that mode of execution. It's a shame. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just, a shame don't we don't. The methods of execution with the death penalty. Yeah, it's a shame we don't use that method of execution here. Maybe we can send them to my, to Iran or something. Oh my God! Behead the sons of. Bitches. Hey, let me tell you, crime might go down. Yeah. If we, if yeah, we could keep, we could kill, cure a few problems there, couldn't we? Do few, 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 be, few beheadings of these, send these, uh, these, these. Uh, tech, well, you know, we had something called the guillotine at one point, right? Well, we never had it. I don't think we ever had it in the U.S. But of course, no. I mean, civil, civilization has had it. The world has had the guillotine. It can, it can be. It's been used. <laughs> It's so, I mean, that's always a method that could be, and that's a method that a lot of people would like to be brought back. Of course, I do want to go on record as saying, for some reason, I was thinking about this today. But with crime, I am against the death penalty, and I've never believed in the death. Penalty. I don't believe in government aided uh, murder. I don't believe in government assisted murder, but um, government uh, mandated murder, or whatever you might call it. Um, but uh, I, I do believe that. Uh, we need to have, you know, stricter, we need to have more, what, what do you call it? Like those old West sheriffs, you know what I mean? We need like, we need like people who are like the old West sheriff, whether it's district attorneys or mayors who are like the old West sheriffs who make it very clear. And I was talking to a friend in New York about this yesterday, that the criminals are not going to win. The criminals are not going to win. We're coming after you. We're going to get you. Okay. You think you have the edge on us, but we're not. We'll hit you 15 times, 20 times harder than you hit us. You better be ready. 
you need someone who talks like that, right? You need almost like a Clint Eastwood type to run these cities these days and really put the criminals on notice that we're not just going to roll over for this shit anymore. You know, and, and that's, that's what's really missing. That's what's really missing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I fully anticipate that there's going to be some Clint Eastwood, Dirty Harry-like movies that are going to be coming out in the next four to five years. You think those are going to become popular again? Oh, yeah, yeah. After people living through this, um, I think it's it's going to be very popular once again. I mean, I mean those, those movies uh, uh, were popular around that time for a very good reason. Yes, and, um, they, they did. Yeah. You remember um, Charles Bronson, Death Wish? Oh, yeah. Yep. That was a biggie. That's, that, that was, was that before Dirty Harry? I think it was, wasn't it? No, Bronson came after because Dirty Harry was like 1970. So Death Wish was later in the 70s and 80s. Yeah, ah, okay. Dirty Harry was like the original and there were like ripoffs and there were some good ones. I mean, Death Wish was, wasn't the worst of them. It was pretty good, actually. But there were a lot of those vigilante kind of movies back then when crime was getting really bad. That's true. That's yeah, true. Dirty Harry was kind of a um, it was kind of a play on the with the westerns where the uh, new sheriff rides into town and, and cleans the place up. But um, but that that always usually ended. Um, <laughs> you'd that was such a theme in so so many um, westerns, both on television and in movies. But it usually ended with the um, sheriff be, being a tyrant and corrupt. So he comes into town, cleans the place up, and he turns into a monster. Um, with with Dirty Harry, that that that, that what was I think made that movie. Um, so um, popular was the fact that it didn't follow that um, worn out theme. No, but Dirty Harry was always, I, I always joke around with this with a buddy also, Dirty Harry was always also opposed by these stupid liberal politicians. Oh, yeah. And, and the San funny, Francisco, and, there, was always a, there was always a liberal, an ultra liberal mayor who was always worried about their, 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 political, their political career, right? The appearance. The appearance. Yeah. <laughs> yep, 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 and he had fun, he had good fun poke he, he had good fun in the movie poking fun at the, at that um, character at, at, the, at the bureaucrats right at yep, the bureaucrats yeah. basically yeah. and it's, it's it's so funny we're back in that cycle now of our blue cities being run by these these bureaucrats you know these these extreme left bureaucrats who only care about their base and getting reelected and how things appear in the media it's it's really amazing how we've come full circle the first Dirty Harry was fifty two years ago. 52 years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ama- it's amazing. It truly is. That was, that was about the time at which uh, Leslie Jordan was about 80. Oh, stop it yeah. with Leslie Jordan. The poor guy's gone. I love it. <laughs> By the way, I feel really bad. I like Leslie Jordan. I saw Leslie Jordan in a one man show like five, six years ago here in San Francisco at the Nico at Feinstein's the Nico. The, the, uh, so I saw he was funny. He was hilarious. He was great. And yes, so this was what? This was like 2017, so five years ago. He certainly didn't look 62. <laughs> he didn't look 62 at the time. But but look, you know, a, a lot of celebrities do that. You know what happens is a lot of these celebrities do it early on in their career. You know what yes. I mean? Yeah. Because, and then, they can't, then you can't adjust, right? You have yeah. to go with it. You can't yeah. all of a sudden say, oh, I'm 20 years older. <laughs> You can't yeah. go from 45 to 65 overnight. So then you're caught in that age. Yeah. And 60 years ago, 50, 60 years ago, it might, you might have had to do that, but you don't have to do it anymore. You really don't. Yeah. We, we know why they do it. But when the media doesn't call them on it, 
and and simply reports whatever they identify as. Yeah, well, you know, just... the thing is, it's hard to find out someone's real age. So all you can say if you're a journalist is he looked older. I mean, no journalist is going to say that. Yeah, all, all, all they'd have to do is go back to find their uh, which high school they graduated from and when. Well, that's true. That's a good point. You could do that. But that would take like 10 minutes of investigation. Come on, Dan. Get, I know, which is about as much investigation as they put into natural immunity and understanding. Yeah. I mean, they had, they had a toy model. Yeah. Uh, ant- antibodies was your only defense mechanism, and you could only get antibodies from a vaccine. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, this is, yeah, 10 minutes? Yeah, that would be... Well, thinking. also, it's not just, don't just put on the journalist, because let's say I'm writing the story about, 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 about him dying, right? I'm writing the story, and I know, I'm like you and I, and I say, God, this guy could not have been 67. Well, let me try to verify this. Believe me, there are plenty of, of editors who say, no, don't do that. It's, it's disparaging to a guy who just died. Don't write that. We don't want that in there. And they have to listen to the editors. You know, th- there's no real journalism anymore. There really yeah, isn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't report on the efficacy of the vaccine three three months after they've uh, they've been um, uh, first created, um, because it would be um, it would be an awful thing to do to CEOs of, of big pharma. Yeah, don't, yeah it's, don't, a, it's, don't. it's about it's about as, 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 it's a very similar justification. Yeah, right. Now, right. Don't you, report, you, you you report the truth. The truth matters. Um, fuck everybody's feelings. Fuck their feelings. Um, wasn't there a song? Yeah, there's a great song called "Fuck Your Fucking Feelings." Have you ever seen that? No. Oh, you, YouTube. The, um, fuck your fucking feelings. It's a great song written by this woman in uh, in, in Florida. Um, it was it was kind of viral for a while, but, but you you got to hear it, Mike. <laughs> Maybe that could be the lead into my show. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> that is it. Mike, you, that is oh, that is brilliant, dude. <laughs> well, you brought it. You, you, you're the one who told me. I didn't know about this. No, so called, but I wouldn't. Have, I wouldn't have put the. Feelings. I wouldn't have put the two together. That, that is. That is. That is exactly what you. Yeah, YouTube it. Listen to it and and tell me if is it, if it isn't perfect for what you just suggested. All right. Well, you know what? If I like it, maybe I'll start an intro. Yeah. So, I need so I need so many things. I need a new tagline. I need an intro. Uh, I got so much I gotta do. I have so much to do. <laughs> <laughs> My tagline expires in two weeks, so I have to come up with a new one. Um, and uh, I was thinking of something like, how about like elect Ron DeSantis president? I could do that, right? Yeah, we, we we don't want to jump the gun. The guy's got to run first. He's got to say he's running first. That, that's the most yeah. embarrassing thing when you start promoting someone and they don't even run. You know, so it's it's yeah, like you have to. You know, so that might that that probably wouldn't happen until maybe February, March, April next year. You know, so I, I need a I need a tagline between now and then. Then I can once he decides he can run, I think I might put him in my tagline. But um, I don't know. We'll come up with that. But so okay, fuck your fucking feelings on YouTube. I'll go and I'll listen to it after the show today. Yeah. And who knows if it's good? Maybe I'll I'll use that as an intro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell, tell me, tell me what you think on Twitter or something. <laughs> yeah, I will. All right, Daniel. Thanks for the call. As always, thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Have a good night. Okay. All right. Well, um, I, I have a friend who does a talk show, uh, Frank Morano. He's on WABC Radio in New York, and he had me on a few months ago when I was in New York. And he told me, he said the first show of the week, like Monday show, is always the toughest show, he said, to get phone calls. And he's on ABC. He's, you know, he's got great ratings, you know, thousands and thousands of listeners. And there's no problem getting calls. But Mondays, he says, always the lightest day for calls because people – 
I guess they forget that you're on. You know, the weekend goes by and they go, oh, I forgot it's Monday. And they, they get into it on Tuesday. So that's what happened today. Where was everybody? Last week was great. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, but I am. I mean, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday was fantastic. We had like a full room here, like eight, nine people. Where the fuck did everyone go? Daniel's important. I don't want to make it look like Daniel's not important, but where is everybody else? Where was everybody today? We've been on for like an hour and 15 minutes now, and uh, the room's been basically, uh, uh, it says, uh, did everyone all of a sudden get a life? Did everyone get a life that I don't know about over the weekend? Anyway. Well, maybe everyone was just so stunned from that Chris DeSantis debate that they all passed out from that crap. Who knows? But there'll be more of that. I think this will probably be the last week of debates. Oh, oh, right. Tomorrow, Tuesday, is the Oz Fetterman. Okay. Everyone's got to wake up. and We have to talk about Oz Fetterman on tomorrow night's show. We'll listen to that on Tuesday. Today, the Oz Fetterman, the one hour... <laughs> debate with closed captioning for Fetterman. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how hilarious that hour is. How much we can squeeze out of that. Anyway, okay, remember, we're getting close. Get your votes in. And very important election. Very important election. Very important. Okay, anyway, I think we're going to end the show on that note. Anything else I wanted to mention? Ah, we have four more shows. If I forgot, uh, I'll bring it back tomorrow night. This is a, a show that airs Monday through Friday night, 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern time, okay? 7 a.m. if you're out there in the United Kingdom where they're looking for a new prime minister. Talk about that later in the week also. The name of the show is Unless We Heard. I'm Micah Chopley. And remember, always remember, vote Democrats out of office. Vote them out now. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you here.